Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Earth Music Geek, the podcast. This is the audio version of the website, earthmusicgeek.com. If you are new, welcome. You are late as hell, but welcome. Anyhow, thank you for finally deciding to show up and check this shit out. I will explain what this is, how this works, all the good shit in a minute. First, let me shout out to my subscribers, uh, repeat listeners, repeat blog viewers thank you very much um for putting up with this shit (laughs) that I got going on um so for my new people um old people I'm sorry bear with me while we catch these late ass people up um like I said this is the audio version of the website earthmusicgeek.com if you are unfamiliar that is an opinion-based blog where I give my first impression of new music as it is released across various genres of music. I've always been an equal opportunity music listener. I will give anything a chance. And, you know, if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't. Um, And so that is what the blog is, just reviewing different music releases that come out. I like to think that that platform, my platform, is a little different than a lot of music review that's out here, which is the reason I am irked. Um, I feel like a lot of these review sites are, you know, obviously biased towards certain artists, um, certain mainstream artists. Well, they're only will discuss those artists and then they will discuss their music always in a positive fashion and you know I'm not about negativity but I'm about being honest and being authentic and you know not every song that these top artists will make will sound good like I'm sure they will even tell you about songs in their catalog that they do not like that they wish they hadn't done but if you go to some of these sites it's like all good shit all high it's all the music is is dope and that just simply is not true and I think that happens because a lot of these publications or companies or bloggers whatever you want to call them um, or whoever it is that is doing these um, review sites they either have relationships with these artists and these um, labels or and they don't want to ruin those relationships or they want relationships with these people want to be able to call up on them to do an interview um, and they're afraid if they say that this particular song don't sound too good that you know that burns that particular bridge and so that shit is annoying to me it's very obvious to me as like a regular music listener to read some of these things and just to you know, you can just tell um, who a lot of these sites favor over others. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of music out here that although music is subjective and everybody will have their own opinion about one song or the next, there is a lot, a lot, a lot of music, especially now in the SoundCloud era. A lot of music out here that a large consensus of people would agree is trash. But you go to some of these sites and they are continuously talking about these artists, talking about the music as if something wrong with you and your ears. But no, a lot of that shit is just, you know, the industry is you scratch my back, I scratch yours. There's a reason that, you know, back in the day, term called payola, where people would pay to have their music played on the radio, why that is illegal. Um, And I just feel like now with internet and streaming, that payola has now transformed into internet and you know, you people can be very influential with the way that they write about things. And so that is why I am irked. That is what uh, motivated me to start the blog is just like I got tired of reading 
one about the same artist all the time, just always seeing positive things, like regardless. And so started it to just give my honest and um, authentic opinion of what the music sounds like. You know, again, I know music is subjective and who the fuck am I? But, um, you know, I like music a lot. I've always been a music lover and I talk about it a lot. So I figure why not put it down in um, a medium that, you know, other people could receive it. So that is what the blog is. This is the audio version of that. Sometimes I feel like I talk better than I write. And so how this works is I will pick some songs that were released on New Music Friday, somewhere between three to six, just depends on how much content was out, how much I feel like talking, um, what I got going on. Um, usually it ends up being about four songs. Um, then I'll play a little bit of the song for you, usually somewhere between a minute, minute and a half, just so that you can hear enough of what I'm basing my opinion off of. And then I'll tell you what I think about the song. So it's pretty easy, pretty simple to follow along. Hopefully you will discover some new music that was released um, and, you know, see if you like it or or not. Um, because I do not play the entire song, if there's any song that you hear on the episode that you want to hear in its entirety, if you go to the blog, again, it's irkmusicgeek.com. On the right, you'll see the different um, pages. Just click on the podcast episode page. You will see all of the episodes. Go to the episode you're looking for, and there will be full versions of all of the songs that were released. Um, sorry, that were featured on the episode. Those full versions will be there on the site. So you can hear the whole thing because I'm not playing it all because this ain't the radio. Okay, so I like to start out with releases that came out that I won't necessarily be going in depth and talking about. Um, but first, let me say happy Music Monday. Um, it's been a hell of a few weeks uh, to my people. Let's keep applying pressure. Um, less because these days shook right now. They are shook. So this is the time for us to press on the gas a little harder. Um, but it's also officially summer as well. So happy summer whatever the fuck that means right now with the Rona still lurking. Um, but, you know, we're halfway through this shitty-ass 2020. So I'm kind of actually nervous to see what the second half is going to give us, the way the first just came in with a bang. But, yes, we're going to think positively. So happy summer um, and happy Monday. We got a lot of releases on Friday, which always makes me happy. Um, and I'm just glad to see initially when the whole pandemic started. It was, it was looking interesting. It looked like a lot of people were pulling back releases and um, changing dates. And so the the release streets were, were looking bare at a, at a time. But now we are, you know, in the full swing of things. As uh, people are getting back to normal, it looks like these artists and labels and things like that are as well so we did get a lot of releases um one that i have not listened to is alicia keys released new music called perfect way to die it should sound depressing as hell so i don't know if i'm gonna listen to that and i'm not really i wouldn't call myself a fan of alicia anymore i was at one point but somewhere after this girl okay sorry somewhere after that song <laughs> I, she lost me and hadn't been able to get me back. So that is out. Um, some of the other releases that came out, you know, we've been getting a lot of conscious music uh, over the past few weeks. And that seems to be slowing down a little bit. Some artists are still 
still coming out with that, but uh, we're starting to get, you know, more of the music we were having before all the protests and demonstrations and things like that. Tiger released a new one called Vacation. I feel like he makes the perfect vacation music. So that is out. He has definitely found his lane with respects to that. And so can't honestly do can't hate on that. You know, he's he's an interesting guy, but he got some bangers. Can't even lie. Pink Sweats released a new one called Not All Right. Kyle released a new one as well called Bouncing. Let me see. Of course, it felt like a whole lot of singles. I think we got a lot more albums than we did singles this week. Um, let's see. Some other singles. A Boogie with the Hoodie. I think he released a deluxe version of his uh, last project. And so a new there were new tracks, and one of those was called Bleed. Trippy Red released a new one called Dreamer. Sway Lee released a new one as well called Reality Check, which sounded very interesting. Um that is out. Let me see. Yeah, actually, it wasn't a whole lot of singles. BTS, uh, I guess they're like the, I think that's like the K-pop group, released a new one called Stay Gold. Let's see some other. Yeah, I don't think it wasn't a whole lot of singles. Guap Tarantino released a new one featuring Future and Lil Wookie called Very Begin. Usher released one called California from Songland. I don't know what that is. I see that a lot. I don't know if that is a a movie or I honestly I do not know, but that song is called California. Um I Can't Breathe by Her was released. It was a song that she performed on one of these shows. You know, a lot of people are doing these concert at home type series and she debuted this particular song and so now she has officially released it. 5EO Foreign Released one called Move Like a Boss featuring Young M.A. Sawiti. <laughs> That's how it's spelled, okay? Sawiti released a new one called Tap In. And boy, y'all was going in on her because the song is um, another sample of another hot-ass song. Um, because, you know, her the last single of hers that blew was the same thing um, that my type. So this one... I can't think of what song it, uh, now I got to play it. I'm sorry, guys. Just to hear what the, uh, sample is that she used. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and I have, uh, said before how I feel about samples, especially samples that are just lazy. Like they don't really change the production much they don't change the melody they just pretty much just recycled the old song and I feel like it's kind of cheating because you know like we love that song you know what I'm saying too short like really but that's out girl if it works it works I guess so now this see a little piece of the video which looked cute which I think will also help the song but that is out Gucci Mane released a new one um he is definitely gearing up for a new album I don't think we've gotten any particular information on when that is coming out but the song is called Still Remember featuring Pooh Shiesty uh Smoke Perp released a new one called Big Dog featuring Rick Ross um we got the no name response and I'm not even really gonna go much into that I did write about um, if you haven't been following, J. Cole released um, a song unexpectedly during the week called Snow on the Bluff. I did a write-up on it. You can go read it on the blog to just see how I 
thought about it, how I felt about it. Um, but then the rapper, female rapper, no name, who is the subject of J. Cole Snow on the Bluff, responded to his song with a song of her own called Song 33. And I'm honestly just over the whole little tift. And so that's about as much of it as I will discuss. But if you want to read my thoughts and opinions on it, you can, like I said, go read Snow on the Bluff, the write-up I did, because my sentiments are pretty much still the same. Um, so that is out. Um, g Easy released a new one called Everybody's Gotta Learn Sometime. I honestly have not heard that yet. I did a write-up of uh, <laughs> a song that he did called Free Porn Cheap, Cheap Drugs that sounded like a rock song. Did was He was not rapping. It was completely different genre and apparently on the blog that that song is getting a lot of hits and so it's popular so I have not heard if this song is of that style or if he's back to the well I'm an Oakland rapper so that'll be interesting um to hear once I get to that uh Public Enemy Blast from the Past released a new one called State of the Union and in parentheses STFU which I'm assuming is shut the fuck up um but that is out um, see some other singles that were released, but, um, as far as albums go, like I said, I feel like we got more of those than the singles, very anticipated, highly anticipated albums that were released. One of those being Tiana Taylor's, the album, I will be picking a song from that for the episode. So we'll talk a little bit more about that later while they released a little EP called the imperfect storm, six tracks on that. If you look at the cover art, um, it's clearly a picture from a protest somewhere, something's on fire. And so that kind of set the tone and let you know what the project would be about. Um, and it's Wale. And, you know, he's never been a stranger to expressing his feelings about pretty much anything. And so that is the tone of the project, but it's still very um, Wale as far as the production, the style goes. Um, so somebody called it a revolution go-go music, <laughs> which is <laughs> actually a perfect description because some of those tracks I was like, mm, I feel like I should be moved, but I just want to, just want to dance. Like, so, but that is out. Um, you know, Wale is, like I said, Wale, you know, he can rap. So you know what you're getting from that. Um, T Grizzly released a new album mixtape I don't know what it is um as well called the smartest 17 tracks on that one got a few features from some heavy hitters so at some point I'll get into that and we'll likely do a write-up on the website of one of those songs um City Girls um released a new one as well uh City on Lock uh, that was leaked, and then they just decided to go ahead and put it out. But I will be picking a song off of that as well. So we'll talk a little bit more about that album once we get there. 42 Doug, who I was introduced through um, being featured on Lil Baby's last album. And one of the songs that I really enjoyed, he was on it. And so that was kind of how I found out about him. But he released a project called uh, Young and Turnt Volume 2. Um, probably about a month or so ago, but now the deluxe is out. So that is out. Smoke Perp released a new one as well called Florida Jit. Um, I'm not going to lie. I don't really, I don't listen to him, so I don't think I will be, but that is out. Black Eyed Peas released a new one called Translation. They've released a few singles. I think I might've even covered one of them either on the blog or the podcast, but 
you know, this is Sans Fergie, so it's a little different, a little different style. Um, I wasn't really into too much of the songs that they did release, but that is out. Um, let's see. Dang, Rollo is still locked up. The deluxe edition of Free Rollo is out, though, in case you needed some more of that. Uh, let me find some of the other albums. I feel like I might be missing something. Oh, John Legend released a new one as well called Bigger Love. I will be picking one off of that one as well. So we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. But yeah, I think that was some of the main album releases that came out. Let's just go ahead and get into the songs for today's episode. And why not start with The Queen? God damn it. Um, you know, as we all know, Friday was Juneteenth. Happy, I guess, belated Juneteenth. I don't know how that works. But um, definitely was a celebration. I was glad to see that we all were celebrating. Um, and, you know, given that the same energy that we do the 4th of July. And so I had a little celebration gathering of my own. Had a great time. Got home about 11 and um, notification pops up from title that Beyonce's new song, Black Parade, has been released. I'm like, what? You know, I didn't, you know, like I said, I had been celebrating, so my mind wasn't all clear. So I'm like, huh? So then I look and realize, oh, my God, Beyonce has released new music. Um, and, of course, it's Juneteenth. She would not dare have let that day go past without giving us something. Um, and so the song is called Black Parade. Let me play it and I can tell you more about what I think. I'm going back to the South. I'm going back, 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 back. When my roots ain't watered down. Growing, growing like a bulb tree of life on fertile ground. Ancestor put me on game. Long charm on gold chains. With my old shoon in a jail. Drip all on me. Woo! Uncle that she keep playing. Hold up, don't I? Stella, such a non-chopper said you know it was like towards the end of the evening on Juneteenth when she released the song and so I must say that when I initially heard it I was just kind of like hmm yeah I don't know how I feel about it um you know like I said I wasn't in the clearest or soberest of minds and so 
played it again. And honestly, by the time that second part, and I think I wasn't really listening. Time I, the second time I played it, by the time I get to the part where she's like, Motherland trip on me. I was sold. I was all in. I love, love, love when Beyonce makes music for us. You know, even if it's not the typical Beyonce that you're used to hearing, um, you know, didn't invoke what you're used to it doing. But I just love when she makes music for us, you know, and music that white people can't sing along to. You know, sorry, not sorry. But, you know, somewhere after single ladies, they thought that, you know, she was for them. And then she made it very clear since formation you know she's all about her blackness um this is a black black ass song uh and i love it you know just even when she started with like i'm going back to the south like going back to my roots yeah that production was dope you could just hear the tinge of the african influence in the music i cannot wait i really hope she gives us a visual i don't know how because you know beyonce's videos are productions and so i don't know if that's technically allowed right now anywhere because of the virus but i cannot wait to see visuals of this um you know that's gonna be black as hell as well and so i love it you know i've seen a lot online a lot of mixed opinions a lot of people like eh, I don't really feel it or it's not for me then you got the people doing the other complaining about stupid shit like this is all you do Beyonce is release a song like yeah come on now this is Beyonce clearly she has done more than released a song um this is just us to entertain for us to entertain us and so thank her for that um and I like it I've been playing it since it came out and every time I play it, I love it even more. And like I said, I cannot wait to see a visual for, for this because you know, that's just going to be just as amazing. So that is black parade, Beyonce, the fucking queen B call her queen for a reason. Okay. Respect it. Damn it. All right. Next up, we're going to go, like I mentioned, we're going to go to John legend's new album. Album is called bigger love. The song I'm going to pick for the episode is actually the first song off of the album. It's called Ooh La. And let me play it. I can tell you what I think. Ooh La, Ooh La. Listen. Come and get me wasted. This is dedicated to that Ooh La. Run it to me real quick. I'll be going stupid.
All right. So new album from John Legend. And like I said, this was the first song on the album, Ula. Album is called Bigger Love. And so, you know, at one point I would have considered myself to be a John Legend fan. His first two, maybe three projects I really, really loved. Um, Honestly, and Get Lifted is an album that I will go back and listen to from start to finish today. Um, But I just feel like the last few projects he had released were just, I don't know, it's like he went to like this lounge singer music, you know, the faux fancy restaurant music that, you know, will just play as you're eating in a dark ass room. Like that was just like the vibe I got from him. When, you know, he initially came out, it was a lot of, you could hear the hip hop vibe behind the music, the hip hop influence. You know, he was, I think he's still technically signed to good music. Let me see. No, he signed to John John Legend Music Incorporated. You better go. Um, But yeah, so he was with Kanye. So there was a lot of, you know, I don't know if Kanye, I think he was doing some of the production. And so there was that hip hop feel to a lot of his music. And at some point that kind of got lost to me. Um, like I said, it just, it just was a little too jazz, jazzy for me. Um, and so when this song started, it starts with that show up. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. But the beat kicked in and it was a little bass. It was a little thump to it. And I, I, it made me think of older John Legend songs that I really liked. Um, and I, I initially, because like I said, this was the first song. And so when I heard that, I'm like, okay, because I wasn't really looking forward to listening. And so after I heard that, I was more into hearing what the rest of the album sounds like. And it actually is a good, nice, solid project. 16 songs on there. You got a couple features from some some big artists. But yeah, it's a good, well-rounded album. It's a nice listen that you can just let it play. You know, get some shit done on a computer, some shit around the house, and just kind of just let it go. Some up-tempo songs he's got on there, like this one, um, maybe even a little more up-tempo. Uh, and then there's some slower songs. You know, he he going to give us a ballad on some keys. So that is just a given. So we have that. But I think the difference maker for me for this project um, compared to the last few is the production. The production was good. It was, you know, like I said, it was upbeat where it needed to be. And it wasn't just like loungy. Um, so I like it. I like this song. I feel like this was a good a good example of what the project sounded like. You know, we know he can sing. That's never been the issue. But I feel like he got the production together, the sound together. And it's just a nice, well-rounded album. So that is John Legend album, Bigger Love, with the single Ooh La. All right, next up, we're going to go to Tiana Taylor, who also released an album on Friday. Album is called The Album. Um, And the song I'm going to pick is a song called Low Key, featuring another queen, Miss Erica Badu. Let me play it, and I can tell you what I'm thinking about it. So willing to give it a try with it, I'm with it, but I gotta let you know that this shit got me confused now, fused now, fused. Don't know what I'm gonna do now, do now, do. I'm trying to keep my cool now, cool now, cool. But boy, I'm wanting you now, you now, you. Oh, I won't. But this ain't the right time. The damage is so far, so take me tonight. 
This new music from Tiana Taylor album is called The Album and that it is, um, you know, after the last release, uh, KTSC, keep it, keep that same energy, which is actually a project that I grew to love when it initially came out. Um, just the way that that whole release happened to me was just a mess. And so that was kind of how the album was introduced to us. And so, that's kind of how I received it. And so when I finally was able to get into it, sit with the project, I really love a lot of the songs that were on. Well, it was only seven, but I really liked the majority of the songs that were on there. But you could obviously we knew she was not happy. She was vocal about that. She was not happy about how the release was handled, the amount of songs, all of that. And so you could tell she took control of her own shit. Um and yeah, released this project. 23 songs on the album. Normally I would say it's a little lengthy, but you know, like I said, coming from that last seven song project, I, I, I feel her. So, so let me just say the album, great, uh, great project. Great. What I would, what she probably would call redemption from the last one. Um, yeah, it's just a complete project literally from beginning to end the intro of the album is powerful um it starts with literally um like you know them getting married the 911 tape of her husband delivering their baby at home at this point we've all heard that story but it was the actual 911 uh audio footage and then she comes in singing and then yeah she just takes it takes it from there uh, she got her baby on the project, her husband on the project. Um, there were a lot of like R and B flips, which I'm not, like I said, again, not the biggest fan of those. Um, but she did them in a, in a good way. You know, they weren't, although sometimes you could, you know, they were obvious samples, but like this song, for example, I love that she put Erica Badu on it after featuring the next, um, or sampling the next lifetime. And we got a sample of Lauren Hill song. Um, Lauren Hill is also featured not on that particular song, but on um, the very last song. But it's just her talking. And we had already gotten the single with the total flip uh, featuring King Combs, Diddy's son. Um, but yeah, the album, like I said, it's really good. There is kind of just something for everybody you know you know we know she in love with her husband god knows we know that um so she has those songs she got you know the bedroom songs and she even got the fuck these nigga songs so you know it's a good good project it's honestly never been a question about tiana's uh, ability to make good music 
I mean, even from her first album, Seven, that is still a great album, but you can literally just hear that the control that she has taken over her music career, her vision, even down to the album art. Um, you know, she's obviously a very creative mind and that is displayed in how she even was rolling out this particular project, the videos that she's done. It's just, yeah, her just showcasing her genius and I, I love to see it. Um, so yeah, this particular song I loved as well, just because like I said, there was that, that uh, sample of our Erica song and just the fact that she put her on it. I played it a little longer than I normally would just so that you guys could hear Erica's portion. I started it with Tiana's second verse. So there was a first verse before what you guys just heard. And then Erica comes in and does what Erica does. So yeah, it's a good ass album. It's one of those that I'm going to be playing for a while just because I feel like I still haven't had a chance to fully digest. But off my first initial listens, it's it's something that I'm going to come back to. So fucking with that is Tiana Taylor's The Album. And that was the song Low Key featuring Erica Badu. All right. So for the last one, we're going to get a little ratchet. Remember I said it's the, it's the beginning of summer. So let's just go ahead and kick off this City Girls. Their new album. Um, what the hell is the album called? Oh, City on Lock. And this song that I'm picking is the song Jobs. Let's get into it. And I can tell you what I think about the song as well as the album. Nasty but classy, working bad me, spending a couple thousands on my titties and my ass sheets, get my teeth done, cash at me, sneak dissing on the ground, bitch at me, what my bad bitches looking for at me, fashion over dressing, they ain't wearing no pants. A hundred bottles coming from the back. Uh, uh, I don't work jobs, bitch. I am a job. You don't like it? Take a hike, pay me for a sucker slop. I'm a rich ass bitch with an attitude. Pipe it down, but I whoop you like your mama do. I don't work jobs, bitch. I am a job. You don't like it? Take a hike, pay me for a sucker slop. I'm a rich ass bitch with an attitude. Pipe it down, but I whoop you like your mama do. Talk to him. What's up? It make him give it up. Hey. It make him back back and spend racks in that lamb truck. I ain't got no time for niggas. I, don't. I make them hold up. Wait. When I walk past these hoes, man, they nose up. What you got a nigga from Cuba. Got more work than a tutor. Pussy hey, boy, make him die like a scuba. I plays, I rock from Mueller. Who future? Hey. I don't work jobs, bitch. I work bitches. Got them on the ground. Fake profiles, fucking my picture, period. Uh -huh. I don't work jobs, bitch. I am a job. You don't like it? Take a hike. Pay me for a sucker slop. I'm a rich ass bitch with an attitude. Pipe it down, but I whoop you like your mama do. Gats to love it. Um, okay, so well, let me back up a little bit. So the album City on Lock was an was not supposed to be released on Friday, but at some point, you know, Friday afternoon, evening-ish. Apparently the entire project leaked online. Um, so I didn't hear that again. Like I said, I was celebrating Juneteenth. And so by the time that I saw, you know, a release, I just saw this particular song. So I'm thinking, okay. And I think I just kind of read on Twitter that there was a leak. I saw JT was saying some shit like, you know, she was upset, but whatever, let's go. And so I thought it was just this song that leaked, but then I realized the entire project leaked. So I heard this song first 
normally when it comes to albums, I like to listen from beginning to end um, just to, you know, just kind of so I can gauge what their thought process was in sequencing the album. So I heard Jobs and my first thought was, damn, this shit sound like Drake's nonstop. Like I just switched like literally go back and play it and just start rapping that. And you're like, mm. so hopefully there's no production issues as far as that's concerned. I even went and checked to see if it was maybe the same producers. It's not, but that song sounds very similar to, to that, but that beat is stupid. So when I heard this, I'm like, damn, that shit made me want to dance immediately. Um, but it was perfect for their style. Cause just like the way that Carisha comes in rapping, which we're going to get to that, but Carisha starts off, um, and she wrote that shit like, and I was pleasantly surprised. Then JT comes in with her flow and I was just like, Oh yeah, I'm fucking with this song. So then I go back and realize, shit, it's an entire album. So album, um, first of all, let me just mention the cover art is gorgeous. It's beautiful. Um, it is them <laughs> to a T. Um, and I, so I really, really like that. Um, the project has 15 songs on it. So nice amount and ain't too many. Uh, and we hadn't gotten any singles off of it. Cause you know, I guess because it wasn't planned to be released, I'm sure they had singles that they wanted to release and do that the proper way, but weren't able to do that, but they have a huge fan base. So hopefully they won't be hurt by the, you know, quick release and they couldn't do their probably, I'm sure they were planning some sort of a rollout. So they, that was cut short, unfortunately, but it's a good ass album. And I'm going to say, I'm not, I did not, would not necessarily consider myself a city girls fan. Um, my issue with a lot of their earlier music was I just got tired of them, uh, like taking Mia X type beats and Mia X songs, like, you know, shit like that, or just hot dope ass songs. And then just rapping over it. I didn't like that. Um, again, I'm not going to go through my sample rant, but yeah, I, I wasn't really feeling it. There were songs that there was that I did like, but for the most part, wasn't really checking for them. Um, but this album is really good. Like it is crazy how one Carisha has fucking grown. Um, I'm sure I am documented somewhere, whether it's writing or a podcast saying that I could not stand the way that she rapped that um you know she would often ruin the song for me uh because it was clearly offbeat you could tell it felt like she was reading off of a paper with her fingers and that I don't feel like that anymore um this song is a good example first of all she started it off which I feel like before it was always JT starting and then Carisha would come in, which is usually when I would cut the shit off, but she started the song off. She wrote the hell out of that fast ass beat. Um, and then there wasn't just that song. There's other songs as well where I really found myself taken aback at how good she sounded and how much she has grown. And I don't know if it's now because, you know, she has a little more confidence because she held it down. And when I say held it down, held it down for that group when JT was locked up, even getting pregnant, she still managed to keep the City Girls name out there, um, repping for them both on her own when she was not even the one that wanted to do this. You know, she kind of just, JT drug her along for this rap ride and they just kind of blew up. So the way that she held herself during um, JT's absence was amazing. And you can tell, I think that, you know, now she is a little more confident in herself as a rapper and you could literally hear that, um, in her rapping and, you know, 
obviously every song still has about 15 writers on it, but that's fine. Um, it sounds good. And honestly, the, the end product is really all that matters. JT is JT. You know, I've always said that I felt like she could really, really rap and that it's, is still the case. She displays that. Um, yeah, like I said, the song is, is very good. There's a song with Doja Cat. I know y'all done tried to cancel the girl, but that song dope as hell. Doja Cat wrote the hell out of that beat as well. Um, it's called Pussy Talk. Yeah, that that's a dope-ass song. But yeah, they honestly, to me, set the tone for the summer. Um, it was ended up, to me, I think, perfect that the song dropped when it did because we are officially in summer, and it's literally about to be a city girl summer. Uh, it's good riding music. Um, and I also heard the song for the first time in the car. I'm sorry, the album for the first time in the car, which I think obviously helps, um, especially with the type of music that they make, um, that it just sounded, sounded really, really good. So yeah, I'm happy to just hear them together again. And I can't wait to see videos. They, uh, are very super talented, you know, super hood, but in a good way. And yeah, I'm excited to just see how how well this project does for them. So that is out. That is Jobs off of the City Girls new album, City on Lock. And they even end the album with like a slower style song. Carisha did well on that as well. So yeah, I'm proud of this girl. Like I know her. Like it's just crazy to just know the backstory of how the group came about and then just, you know, hearing how they continued even after JT was gone and the fact that they rapping about real ass shit that they, they really truly believe in and that they do. So yeah, I I'm, I'm fucking with it. I don't have anything bad to say about that project at all, but that is city girls jobs from their new project city on lock. And that is a great place to wrap up today's episode. Well, this week's episode um, be sure to check the blog again, this irkmusicgeek.com. Go to the podcast episode section to see the full-length versions. Here are the full-length versions of all of the songs featured on today's episode. Be sure to connect with us on social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, um, all under the handle at Irk Music Geek. Um, the podcast episodes, if you've made it to this point, hopefully you know where to find them, but they are on the iTunes podcast app, Google podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, even some shit. I don't even know what Deezer or CastBox is, but we're there as well. Or if you just want to go straight to the blog, that same podcast episode section, all the episodes are there. You can listen straight from the website, even download straight from the website. So if you like to listen on the computer, that option is also available. Um, I think that is all that I have for you guys. I, um, hopefully we'll get some more releases, um, next week. I think because we are officially in summer, we're going to start getting a lot more. So I'm very excited to hear that, but I will be doing write-ups all throughout the week of some of the songs that I did not cover on today's episode. So be sure to visit the blog to check those write-ups out for my new listeners. Um, that's it. I hope this was all that you were looking for. If not, uh, you can look elsewhere for those bullshit ass review websites. But um, <laughs> I'm just playing, but I'm not. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. I will holler at you guys next week. Peace to my people. Stay black and blessed.